Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. All right, breaking down the SEC power rankings. I'm going to throw them up here in case anyone's not seen them yet. Give people a moment to take in these power rankings. And remember, as always, i got to explain this to people. Well, first of all, Texas and Oklahoma this year, that's new, right? Why are we doing this? Well, we're getting a jump start on Texas and Oklahoma. We're embracing these fans into the SEC. And as always, before I get into the breaking these down, I don't look at anything from the preseason. I don't care about your recruiting rankings. I don't care who you beat last year. I care about the 2023 season. We've seen 15 of the 16 of these teams play. And I'm going to break them down right here. Team A meets Team B on a neutral field. Who am I taking to win the game? That's the only criteria for these rankings. Who would win on a neutral field? So, let's get into it. Florida. (laughs) Florida's got to be 16, even though we've not seen LSU play. Because they literally could not be worse than the Florida Gators. I don't care if they lose by 50 points to FSU tomorrow, which is not going to happen. They can't be worse than Florida. So, Florida, you're dead last. LSU, again, we haven't seen you, so nowhere. it's not really fair to rank you when I'm saying all I'm taking into consideration is what we've seen on the field. We've seen nothing on the field from them. So, LSU, TBD. Vanderbilt, final score looked pretty good against uh, Alabama A&M, but it was kind of a struggle. I mean, at one point it was five to five to two <laughs> nearing halftime. So Vanderbilt, until further notice, I was not very impressed with that uh, Hawaii performance. So you're there, Missouri again. So and caveat, I mean, we've not seen many opponents, and it's hard to judge a little bit, but not overly impressed. I'm not panicking with with Missouri, but South Dakota that was an up and down performance. You're still at 13. I realize South Carolina just lost, but. I think North Carolina was very impressed with that quarterback. He lived up to the hype a little bit. I don't think South Carolina's done. I think that was a bad one, though. That was obviously a bad loss. Uh Uh-oh, there's a computer. If you are not familiar with the schedule, throw it up here real quick. I sat on Paul Feinbaum the other day. If they can't beat Carolina, I don't know how they're going to win at Georgia, which I think that's valid. I don't think Mississippi State, maybe they can beat Mississippi State, but not if they're giving up eight sacks a game, and at Tennessee, I don't, I think Tennessee and Georgia are better than North Carolina, despite being impressed with North Carolina, so I think for now, 12th, even though Spencer Rattler, I thought he looked good, it's hard to look good when you're running for your life the entire game, but that's what, that's how it was, maybe it's just opening, you know, South Carolina usually gets better, they always start slow under Beamer, we got to give them that, Mississippi State dominated the second half, but the first half was that was a tough watch 
from what I saw. And, and again, sorry, sorry, opponent there, Southeast Louisiana. Cousin Shane tanked tonight with the Liam. <laughs> no, Cousin Shane didn't get tanked, but he, he did enjoy some, some twisted tees, no doubt. Tennessee going to drag USC Jr. That's not, my, that's not me saying it. That's adult Gambino. Based on what we just saw, South Carolina O-line, yeah, we'll get to Tennessee, but mm, who sucks more, Florida or South? Oh, clearly Florida. I mean, this is not debatable. South Carolina, I didn't think sucked. I think elite quarterback for Carolina, terrible off. Their offensive line, that's, that's a legitimate debate. Whose offensive line is worse, Florida or South Carolina? That's a tough one. But Florida at least got running backs, and they still couldn't run the ball. South Carolina doesn't have a running back. Six and six, that's that's about right. Co Jimbo. <laughs> Cousin Shea, yeah, Jimbo working on comeback coach of the year. We'll get to AM. I've already thrown up the I should I probably shouldn't put up the rankings first. That spoils the whole thing. Next, Texas. Again, we're putting Texas on here. Heard all about Texas. I thought they sucked compared to who they were playing. If you watch that game, JT Daniels is awful. And yes, JT Daniels, I said that correctly. He's the rice quarterback now. He threw multiple interceptions. And the defense, I mean, they, they only gave up 10 points, but they scored 30-something. I, You know, I thought they'd score about 70 the way people were talking. They're going to get their ass kicked by Alabama, Texas is. So we'll get to that. Kentucky, up and down performance. Devin Leary didn't quite come out as, as red hot as I thought. People, even some of them uh, KSR boys, they were surprised when I said Ray Davis. I put him on my ballot, all SEC ballot at media days. He lived up to the hype. The defense is legit. Kentucky's going to move up this list as long if, if they can get Devin Leary going. I'm not worried about Kentucky. Ole Miss, again, it's it's hard to evaluate them based on the opponent, but Jackson Dart's legit. This is, a, this is the reason I put him number three in the quarterback power rankings. I think he's going to he's poised to take a big jump. He was one of the most surprising performers of the weekend. Again, I know shitty competition, but they just absolutely waxed Mercer. So. Ole Miss, you're in the top half. Same deal with Arkansas. You're playing a, a god-awful team, but when you score a touchdown on the first play of offense, K.J. Jefferson, he was locked in. QB one of the entire SEC. A little concerned. Arkansas not able to run the ball truly effectively against Western Carolina. We've got to get that cleaned up. Defense looked a lot better. Auburn, very impressed with Auburn. And I'm struggling to think who they they played UMass, but that, that was a 7-7 game there for a minute. And then they just blew their doors off. So Hugh Freeze, again, said it a million times. Not a fan of him personally. Anymore. <laughs> Shane. Cousin Shade. I like how Shade, he is on these now. He's just commenting. He's out of beer. He wants a beer. Come on over. Auburn. Again, opponent sucked, but they looked fantastic. I love what they did with Robbie Ashford. That dual quarterback system, I think it could work. In Hugh, with Hugh Freeze's unique style, I think it could work. Now let's get to the the true contenders here. Tennessee, number five. Said it all offseason. I don't think you guys believe me. This, this defense, again, Virginia, not the best team. I get it. But the defense was tenacious all over the field. Tennessee kept making mistake after mistake. Joe Milton did not play perfectly. Pretty efficient, though drops, number of issues with Tennessee's offense, and they still blew their doors off. So 
What does that tell you about Tennessee? It tells me they're a hell of a team, and this is going to be the best defense yet under Josh Heupel. It's what we've been saying. Yep, Texas sucked. They were just awful. Okay. (laughs) I like that I was trying to get this going. Do you think Deion Sanders will tank the Florida Gators even further next year? Yes. I I would love to see Deion as the next Florida coach. That would be amazing. Number four, Oklahoma. Shane couldn't believe it. He nearly fell off the couch when I said this. But, of course, he didn't watch Oklahoma. I'm committed to watching Oklahoma. And if you didn't watch Oklahoma, they were playing Arkansas State. They just absolutely steamroll. I mean, Bush Jones was crying on the sidelines. It was that bad. I think they beat him by about 70 points. Oklahoma looks legit. I can't wait to see them in the SEC. They, they look like true contenders, and they look like they beat the shit out of Texas just based on this week one. Now, I'll completely change my mind if Texas beats Alabama next week. But, again, we're just basing this off what we've seen this season. Oklahoma, incredible. Georgia, number three. How can I have Georgia, this two-time national champion, five stars across the board? None of that matters. This season, what I've seen this year, yeah, they took care of business, UT Martin, but it was a struggle in the first half. Carson Beck did not look sharp at all, missing touchdowns, missing wide-open receivers, having to settle for field goals in the red zone. I didn't like that at all. Georgia, they'll move up this list in a hurry They if they get it together and they play like they did in the second half. But they were not elite. Number three, I mean, that's pretty damn elite, the second half. But two teams more impressive than Georgia, in my mind, this weekend in the SEC. And it starts with my Texas A&M Aggies. I've always been an Aggie, even though I think I've been banned by some of their outlets. But I'm back on the hype train. And people think I'm overreacting. I probably am. But Connor Wigman looked incredible. What did he have, five touchdowns? I'm going to look up his stats here. Connor Wigman, 18 of 23, 236 yards, five touch, 78% completion percentage. And Well, I don't want to steal Cousin Shane's joke. He's got a good one. But these receivers, my God, they're everything we hype them up to be. And with Bobby Petrino calling the offense, Jimbo over there without his Cheesecake Factory menu, Texas A&M looks, they look special. I think they're going to mess some people up this year, and I may have got the uh, the West champion wrong. Again, we'll see. LSU, they may be incredible tomorrow, and then I'll change my mind again. But A&M, number two in the SEC right now, based on what we've seen this season. They were my, my bookie lock of the week, covered the 38 points. Alabama, the decaying dying. It ain't decaying right now. They looked incredible. They just clobbered MTSU, Jalen Milrow, any quarterback debate. I mean, he squashed it tonight. He he was fantastic. Running all over guys, making big plays with his arm. 56-7. to seven. Again, I realize MTSU, that's not a good opponent, but Jalen Milrow, 13 of 18, 194 passing, three touchdowns. He led them in rushing, too, 48 rushing yards. 200 yards on the ground for Alabama. I mean, Jalen Milrow, we'll see what he does against real competition, but very, very impressive. He may have to win a shootout next week against Texas when Texas comes to Alabama. But, again, Texas looked awful. And it was pretty discouraging. Sarkeesian, I don't know if anyone caught his comments, but 
he basically said, hey, I'm encouraged. We can win multiple games. We, we got a defense. Well, brother, <laughs> you're supposed to be this offensive guru. You got all these five-star quarterbacks, receivers, people saying the, the best tight end next to Brock Bowers in the country. I didn't see it. The, the offensive line was a disaster for Texas. They, they couldn't get a fourth and one against Rice. They're getting their quarterbacks pressured left and right. Alabama's going to eat their eat them alive next weekend. So I'm already looking ahead. For, forget Texas and at Alabama. I'm looking ahead to Alabama at Texas A&M. That right now looks like the game of the year in the SEC. Again, just going off one game here. It's probably a mistake, but that's all we have to go off here. Devin Hayes says, please whoop their ass next week, Texas. Not the Texas I saw. Texas, I saw, if they played Alabama right now, they'd, they'd lose by 40 points. A&M going to Miami. There we go. That's interesting. I don't know what Miami did this, this weekend, but Beamer needs to stick to post-in-game TikToks. May help a little. That's confusing. I don't know if that's English. Aggies are winning the West, according to Texas. I believe it. I think they win the national championship. They play like they did today. Mertz in the Heisman race. Just ask Billy. <laughs> I'm trying. Hey, I already buried Billy enough. I'm trying to. We had games on just now. All these Gamecock hate when their teams played cupcakes. We played a team that has a Heisman candidate and played a conference championship. It's the first week, people. Yeah, that's true. I don't know what them having a good quarterback has to do with your offensive line giving up eight sacks and not being able to run the ball at all, though. I don't know what that has to do with the quarterback you just played. I don't think it has anything to do. Nothing said about Tennessee run. Well, there was that was my prize picks, Jalen Wright. I said over 54 yards. He he damn near had that on the first possession. They were they were outstanding. Tennessee defense showed up, stayed with us, cousin Shane. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna do it. So we're doing live shows. We're doing this every Sunday, 6 p.m. Eastern, 5 Central, breaking down the games. We're doing the Thursday pick'ems. And I'm going to do these power rankings live every Saturday as soon as the, the final SEC game is in the books. <laughs> oh, man, I just, yeah. God, I'm getting so excited. Tennessee host A&M. There, there we go. That right there may be the, uh, the next best game on the entire SEC. Let's look at A&M's schedule real quick here because now I'm fired up. Now I'm all aboard. I hope Billy's watching. You, you out there, Billy? All right, A&M schedule. New Mexico just destroyed them. At Miami, ULM, Auburn at home, Arkansas and Arlington, then Alabama at home at, Tex at Tennessee. Those are going to be the games that decide whether A&M wins the West. And, again, we're just completely overlooking LSU until we see them. We don't know how good they are. But I think they're pretty damn good, too. So we may have a three-headed monster in the West. Yep. Go Hog says, Arkansas not being able to run the ball made me, ner made me nervous, too. Because, hell, it's Western Carolina. You should be able to run on, that, on them. Hmm. Mike Wright, he was incredible. Someone... I, th I thought, uh, you know, all the hype we've been hearing, him and Mississippi State offense, can't wait to see how they utilize him more. Mike Wright, check this out, had the longest run that Mississippi, Mississippi State's had since 2019. They, Mississippi State had 300 yards rushing. And remember, they're doing this mostly with air raid guys. 
So that's a credit to that coaching staff. They're doing a hell of a job. Jacob Cooley, I appreciate five bucks he just sent us. South Carolina with a better O-line and a better play caller wins games with, with the game Spencer. Yeah, Spencer looked great. You know, he's running for his life, but they need help at running back. They need, you know, they're just not in a position where you lose your left tackle in the spring game and, and you just recover. I, I knew that was a disaster right there. They're just not, you look at where they're recruiting right now, South Carolina. It's all in the trenches because that's a weakness right now. But it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a strength pretty soon in a year or two. Do you believe in love after love? <laughs> sure, why not? Tennessee is the only game that worries me this season for my Aggies. Not Bama. Not at, at LSU. Just Tennessee. Interesting. Yeah, Tennessee receivers not in sync today. Brew McCoy looked good, though. I think he may have had a drop. Squirrel, I don't know how banged up he is, but he was looking good. Tennessee at AM going to be the most overlooked game of the year. Well, I don't know. We've been talking about it for a long time. I don't think it's overlooked. FSU owns LSU. eight Again, this is power rankings for 2023. I don't care if FSU is 100-0 against LSU. That doesn't matter for 2023. Hill State, yeah, hell yeah, they looked good. FSU would run through the SEC. Get the hell out of here with that. I'm going to put that person in timeout. Boom, because that's garbage. All right, we have 17 minutes here. Anything else? I'm about to jump off here. It's late, but I'm trying to think of anything that stood out. I want to save some stuff for the podcast, of course. Hypo ran a vanilla. I love vanilla offense comments. What? <laughs> I mean, they say that the offense is already pretty vanilla. I don't think you... College coaches don't save shit unless they're playing Mercer. You know what I mean? They they didn't run vanilla. No, they just didn't execute. Tennessee didn't ex Tennessee didn't execute, and they won by about fifty points. I mean, that's why Tennessee's in my top five. I think they're pretty damn good. Freeze warning coming to count. That's a game right there. That's an overlooked game. Auburn A and M, because if Auburn Auburn's just going to keep getting better, and they look damn good again. UMass UMass probably sucks, but Auburn was looking good. How do you think Tennessee translate through week? I mean, I don't know. They're, I mean, I've been telling you, Tennessee defense is going to be good. Yeah, Jalen Monroe looked great. Heisman, we haven't heard that yet. He's not going to Heisman, but <laughs> how many twisted, how many pounds of the twisted T? Hundred pounds is left. I'd say about sixty pounds. We haven't we haven't done a big dent in it, but we've done a nice dent. I left on Friday. That that hurt. Yes, sir. Tennessee's looking good. Any thoughts on Vanderbilt? Again, I said it earlier. Not impressed, overly impressed with the Hawaii game. Struggle in the first half against Alabama A&M. How many long shots did they take? Who are we talking about here? If he's talking A&M, A&M threw it all over the damn yard. That was, that's another thing that impressed me about A&M. Under Jimbo, we didn't throw it deep. They threw it deep every series with Bobby Petrie, and they were connecting on a lot of them. Texas A&M's got the best receivers in the SEC and and Connor Wigman again try not to overreact but Connor Wigman's probably my Heisman favorite right now out of the SEC 
Texas A&M sophomore quarterback. He was incredible. If he wins the Heisman, A&M's going to the playoff. Yep, everything's an overreaction. Well, <laughs> what do you? Well, yeah, of course. We've only had one game. <laughs> Cousin Shane had a good comment here. What Mac Brown? No, that can't be right. Cousin Shane made a made a comment during Mac Brown oatmeal. I, I'll let him explain it, but I cannot look at Mac Brown ever the same and not think of oatmeal. So appreciate you for that one, Cousin Shane. That's a little teaser for Sunday night, six Eastern, five Central. I'm going to be breaking down these games live in the duplex studio with Cousin Shane. So be there. We'll catch you. I'm going to wrap this thing up 20 minutes strong. Appreciate everybody for showing up. And again, Sunday night, 6 Eastern, 5 Central. We'll see you there with Cousin Shane.